All right. Yeah. What's up? Baby. Weird and feared. Yeah, weird and feared. Welcome to Weird and Feared. Thanks. I'm Zach. Oh, yeah, I'm Nick. Yeah. It's Nick and Zach. Nick and Zach. Getting weird, getting feared. Yeah. Happy to be in your ears. Sounds creepy, but that's where I am. Yep. So we talk about uh, cryptids, supernatural, folklore. Monsters, madness, and mayhem. All the good stuff. And sometimes just crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I talk about time travelers that aren't real. Mm -hmm. And maybe I shouldn't do that. But I did. Yeah, we did. Right? Trying to think of... Are they really time travelers? Because they... uh, Somehow they got into our timeline. Right? But, you know, they're just crazy, so... Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well... Yeah. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Yeah? Sip my beer, and then we're going to... Yeah, take a sip. Jump into this. Take a sip. We got time. We got lots of time. Ah, that's delicious. All the time in the world. I hope it is delicious. Oh, it is. Yeah. All right, well... Yeah. As usual, you don't know what I'm talking about tonight. Yeah, that's usually how these things go. I will read him a story, he'll read me a story, and then sometimes we we will come with it with whatever knowledge we've just amassed by living life. Mm -hmm. But I think both of us tend to learn a lot when we dive into this nonsense. Almost too much. It's a learning experience. Sometimes you got to cut yourself off and be like, nope, i got to go back to this and then just stay focused. Yeah, you need a lore tender, like a bartender. He's like, you've had enough lore today. Lore master. Lore, okay, it got better. Yeah. No, that's a thing. It is? Well, kind of. Lore Master? What's a Lore Master? I think it's from Lord of the Rings. Oh, shit. I don't know. What it's they from do? something. That's fine. All right. Well, what's uh, what's our, what's our this week's something? Tuberculosis. Oh, and that's no. It just kills everybody. It's been around forever. It kills everyone. The oldest evidence of it was dated to a bison in Wyoming about 17,000 years ago. Oh, bison. Mm-hmm. Tuberculosis bison? That's not a thing. I shouldn't have said that. It sounds dangerous, though. It's da- Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. He had to suffer. Yeah. Well, it jumped to humans at some point. Yeah, it did, because people were having sex with bison. That's uh, not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. No. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. But that was about 4,000 years ago. Oh, okay. Tuberculosis was pretty prevalent for centuries, really. Oh, uh, God, it's the worst. And it peaked in the 1800s where nearly one in four deaths were from tuberculosis. It had a name. They had lots of names, like anything that kills people. Mm-hmm. During these times, tuberculosis was actually referred to as consumption. That was the name! Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Bad stuff. That was before it was uh, known. Like, uh, tuberculosis, I don't remember the exact uh, medical name or Latin, but that's... Tuberculosis is the name of the bacteria. Right. So before that, though, it was called consumption. Do you know why it was called consumption? Um, You can tell me more, but you just waste away, don't you? Mm, you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. It was known as consumption because it was a wasting disease. Ugh. The disease consumed its host, wasting them away. The sick would have a chronic cough, where they would spew blood, have intense fevers, night sweats, and would lose a lot of weight. Like, significant. You, Dramatic you, weight loss. You'd be you know? suffering. Your body, yeah, it's just... 
Oh yeah, it sounds miserable. The bacteria, it's not good. Mm-hmm. So in centuries past, though, they didn't have our modern medicine, which modern medicine is pretty fucking wild itself. It is. It's uh, yeah, it's big. Well, you, I mean, we always—I don't know if we talked about it before, but kind of we have. Like we built up these walls, but like nature's just right out there. Right. Like yeah. we've just held it at bay. Mm-hmm. If all of our modern stuff went away, we'd be right back to TB Town. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate TB Town. I mean, I don't. I didn't make notes on this, but uh, tuberculosis, tuberculosis is still pretty big in most developing countries. Though. They just need the antibiotics. Right. It's it's still a, a threat out there. Like it hasn't gone away, even no. though you and me never been affected by it. Right. Or so I. It lives. Believe, but right. you know. Yeah, I don't think I've had tuberculosis before. Yeah. So seeing friends and family waste away from an invisible force had to be pretty terrible. It's just awful. Something had to be at fault. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the people in the 1800s had lots of good logical ideas for this. Yeah, so... These vampires were corpses oh, fuck. who went out of their graves at night to suck the blood of the living. Of course they did. Either at their throats or stomachs. God damn it. After which they returned to their cemeteries. The person so sucked waned, grew pale, and fell into consumption. While the sucking corpses grew fat, got rosy, and enjoyed an excellent appetite. The 1800s weren't that long ago. No, this is before that. This oh, is a okay. quote from Voltaire, actually. Oh, Jesus. All from right. his Philosophical right. Dictionary in 1764. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Voltaire is a pretty big name. Yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, especially for, you know, that time. Yes. So in Europe, this association with co- consumption and vampirism ran wild. People started exhuming bodies and staking them. <sighs> We're the best. <laughs> they did all sorts of stuff. Like, I'll just, you know, hit a quick few points here. Uh, beheading corpses, burning them, removing their hearts, flipping them face down, placing stakes in the soil above the body, like above. They would put them like try to put them where they think the hands and feet of the corpses were. I mean- you can't say humans... So to, like, pin them in their coffin? You can't say humans aren't creative. This will work. I mean, and that they actually just staked the body sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, and yeah. just, like, a billion different things. Horrible. Eventually, it was made illegal to <laughs> open, <laughs> open graves and desecrate a corpse. Which, you know, we don't really think about that too much right now. No, because no one cares to bother with that. No. Also, nobody had anything else to do. Yeah. And if you're seeing people die, let's go dig up Susan. Yeah. Oh, Instagram isn't a thing. Oh, let's go, let's go stink some bodies. <laughs> they might be vampires, right? Maybe. Yeah, probably. We'll I don't know. I don't care. Let's we'll, go stake them. It's a good way to make sure they're not. Mm-hmm. So once it was made illegal, though, that ended up deterring some of the vampire threat that was running wild through Europe. That's what a mess. 
Also, I want to take a moment just to name a bunch of vampire uh, breeds or species or whatever you want to do. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> uh, Striga, Dampier, Virkolakas, Draugr, Moroi, Strigoi, Bruxus. And that's just a few that I like saw when I quickly went through the Wikipedia. I was and like, said, well, well, okay, write those in. Here we go. And is it based on like region, location? Those, what, the one meth- that I method? quickly flipped yeah. through there, they were region. Got it. Um, but yeah, that's not all of them. No, of course not. Right. There's a lot of them actually. But this episode is not actually about vampires you just threw vampires on me for fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh uh-huh good but we're still gonna talk about some vampires okay so as the saying goes history repeats itself much like tuberculosis was a problem in europe Uh uh-huh where are we (sighs) not europe of course we make and we just make things worse Mm-hmm. So, much like in Europe, spawned a vampire panic in New England. One of the most well-documented cases of uh, any of this, but the New England vampire panic, mm-hmm. was the Mercy Brown vampire incident. Vampire Vampirism, in this case, was a little different than what we tend to think of it as. There wasn't a corporeal being with fangs biting the necks of its victims. Right. But uh, here, I'm going to treat you to a little tale. I would like that. In Exeter, Rhode Island, several members of George and Mary Brown's family suffered a sequence of tuberculosis infections in the late 1800s. George Brown's wife, Mary Eliza, was the first to die of the disease. In 1883, their eldest daughter, Mary Olive, fell victim to consumption. In 1891, Edwin, uh, George's son, also contracted the disease. In an attempt to heal Edwin, George sent him out to Colorado Springs for the healing properties of the western air. Mm. Later in 1891, Mercy, uh, his daughter, also fell victim to consumption, and she died. Edwin returned from Colorado, seemingly cured. However, no. after he returned, he quickly fell ill again. Friends and neighbors from the family believed that one of the dead family members was a vampire, or spirit, that had caused Edwin's illness to return. So, you know, just like uh, I said before, like, just using people logic. don't know, something has to be doing this. Using logic and brains, so creative. Like, they have to, they need an answer. Mm-hmm. This is the, they could just think of the coolest answer they can think of. Well, it's cool to us now, but. No, I mean. You know, putting. No, it's horrifying. Putting yourself in their shoes back then, like, you don't know what the hell's going on. No, so you just make. But something's doing it. You make up the scariest thing you can think of. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So, George Brown was persuaded by uh, people in town. Sure, uh, the masses. 
he was persuaded to give permission to exhume the bodies of his family members. Worst peer pressure. Yeah, it was a little of that. Um, I think. So I, uh, listen to Lore at all. There's a podcast. Yeah. And they do the Amazon uh, TV series. Yes. They covered this in their first episode. They do. Which they do a really good job of. That yeah, was good. Uh, so check that I've only, out. I want to start all of Lore, and it's one of the because it's the first one. It's one of the ones I've listened to naturally. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so they covered a lot of this too. Yeah. And that's a good watch too. Nice. Um, but so they make it seem uh, like George doesn't want to do this, but he believes like if if it's a chance that it saves his kid, then like, why not take that chance? Right. Again, like you said, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Do whatever you can. He doesn't believe it's his dead family returning and sucking the life force. But cause he's like, that makes no sense to me, but yeah. So he's a rational guy, but you know, shot, I guess. Right. If it works, it works. But, uh, so they exhume him. Uh, Village, villagers, the local doctor, and a newspaper reporter exhumed the bodies on March 17th, 1892. The bodies of both Mary and Mary Olive exhibited the expected level of decomposition. Yeah. Right, but... So they were thought not to be the... They weren't the cause, then, is what fo- uh, the folklore, you know... Right. They thought they were too gone. They're right, not they're vampires. dead. Yeah. However... The corpse of Mercy exhibited almost no decomposition. She still even had blood in her heart, which, as folklore dictated, was a sign that the young woman was undead and an evil force, possibly behind Edwin's condition. Side note here. Yes. She died in the wintertime. Yep. Um... They didn't even bury her yet. Like, she was out in a barn, like, kind of wrapped in her coffin. Okay. During a cold winter. Uh Uh-huh. And what does cold, you know, prevent? Decomposition. Uh Uh-huh. She was in a refrigerator. Yeah, so her body was being stored in freezer-like conditions. Mercy was put in a freezer. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a crypt, above-ground crypt, waiting to be buried. Gotcha. But... Yeah, so what do they jump to? Conclusion here is, well, Mercy is the vampire. Or some right. evil Whatever this undead is. being. She's a bad she's a bad broad. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, it's just my dead daughter, guys. So as folklore dictates, uh this is comes from European knowledge, I believe, from their experience during the vampire. Sure. Crisis. Yeah, that a hundred years before. That, that and, you know, it. that's a lot of things being passed down. Yep, leaves an impact. So, as tradition, what do you do? You remove her heart and liver. Well, and then you burn them. Well, and that's how you kill this type of vampire, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I but, guess is the best part. But in order to heal Edwin from the grasp of this vampire, that's not good. You need to take the ashes of that heart and liver and make a tonic. So they mix it, they make it like a tea, basically. And then they have Edwin drink it. 
Well, and that's in order to halt the influence of the undead life force or undead force sucking the life force from the man. Edwin died two months later. Yeah, because he's drinking a TB infected heart. Yeah, of his sister. Yeah, dumb. Right. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Made it worse. Now he's definitely dead. Doesn't make the most sense. I don't... I mean, I can't even... I often try and play with the idea of, like, honestly, if I was around back then, what would that world be like? How would I think? How dumb would I be? And you you wouldn't know any better. It's hard to put yourself in that position. You gotta try. Because it's like, you really gotta... You gotta try. Stop thinking about things that are just... Nothing makes sense. Common sense for us. It's all magic. Nothing makes sense. And it's just magic. Well, you got demons in your blood. Why don't you go do cocaine about it? (laughs) Got a (laughs) headache. How would you make me bleed out of my eye? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bloodletting. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. Just crack my skull open. Oh, are you feeling pain? Let's bleed you more. All right. So a lot of these people thought that uh, consumption, though, was from something plaguing their family. Turns out it's just a contagious disease, but right. you know, back then, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess it wasn't a thing that you thought of so much. You wouldn't even imagine. At it. least not something that rough, where it's just like, well, I mean, these it's like, oh, we're cursed. Like our family line is cursed, right? Yeah. And these are also people who you know barely bathed because they thought they didn't. It just didn't make sense to them. Like, why would you do that? They wouldn't bathe, and a lot of times in, like, pioneer houses, you'd all sleep in the same fucking bed. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to spread TB, isn't it? Jesus Christ, yeah. wipe out a whole family. Right. Oh, you're coughing blood? Oh. Oh, whoops. Oh. Well, just don't do it on me. Yeah. Just go to the other side of the bed. According to Susan Sontag, leukemia was often romanticized in the 20th century fiction, portrayed as a joy-ending, clean disease whose fair, innocent, and gentle victims die... Young or at the wrong time. Stupid. As such, it was the cultural successor to tuberculosis, which held the cultural position until it was discovered to be an infectious disease. That was taken straight from Wikipedia. Got it. Oh, my God. So, we're switching. We're going to leukemia now. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like I said, we're not talking about vampires here. No, we're not. We're not talking about that. Leukemia is a terrible disease again, though. Y- yes, it is. It wasn't understood for a long time, much like tuberculosis. In Russia, Poland, Ukraine, Belarus, kind of that area of the Correct. world, it was said that the Black Volga took its victims. So are you thinking Vampires. Thinking of some kind of beast, yeah. Because okay, I told you we're not talking about vampires, right? I know. So, so what is that? You may notice that some difference is in the description of this cryptid uh, than your your vampires. Yes, the Volga itself allegedly had window drapes, white tires, glowing red headlights, and jet black windows. And according to some, it has horns instead of mirrors. It's been described as incredibly fast. Far beyond the speed of any other GAZ-21 Volga. What? <laughs> what, is this a car? Yeah, it's a car. Oh, my God. Uh-huh, we're talking about the black Volga. Oh, my God. And it is a car. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do you want to talk 
You want to talk about cars? Can I talk about cars? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about cars. Uh-huh. Let's talk about metal with wheels. Yeah. I mean, I'm just in awe right now. I so don't know where I'm going. There were many accounts of this strange black car all throughout... Uh... Oh, no, that's not what I wrote there. That's all right. Although... Yes. I can't seem to find any direct sightings or stories. Oh. Which is a real bummer, because those are like the most fun ones to read for us. Right. It's like, oh, this person saw this. What did you see? So I actually found a blog. Okay. And it was titled like The Black Volga. Nice. And I was like, okay. Promising. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I went down it and I was reading it and it was like this dude's traveling and he started it off with kind of hinting at it. Yeah. And then I read his first entry, his second entry. I don't remember where he lost me, but eventually there was no new entry. And I was like, well, shit, this is from 2017. He's done. And he never got to the Black Volga. So here I am just reading this story (laughs) about this guy's travels for nothing. You just read a guy's blog for fun. Yeah, which I was pretty bummed about. Yeah, that sucks. I wanted to have a sighting to read. Right. But instead, we're going off uh, pretty much just straight up word of mouth. Lore, yeah. History. Yeah, yeah, just legend. Right, which is cool, too. But I just wanted a sighting of this weird freaking car. One would have been good. So, whenever the Black Volga was spotted, the driver could never be seen. Was there even a driver? Some say that the car was possessed by the devil, Lucifer himself. Oh, my God. Some say it was summoned by Satanists through devil worship. (sighs) Whenever the Volga was seen, though, death and despair followed. No. People went missing. No. Children, mostly. Of course. Many people began to believe that the Black Volga was a vehicle for abducting, abducting children in order to take their blood. Seems like that makes sense. The blood was being used to heal the rich that were suffering from leukemia. Oh, Christ. Yeah, bring that in. Like, oh, whoa. Christ. <laughs> uh-huh. What are we doing? What are we doing here? No matter what, its motive, the Black Volga left a trail of fear. It was said if you approached the Volga 24 hours later, you were dead. Some Man. S- yeah. <laughs> what a... S- I mean, that's that's commitment. Some say that the driver would ask for the time in order to get you to approach. Once you did, dead. Damn it. So. Yeah, scary. Right, yeah. That's a big scary scary car. Like, I remember when I was a kid. Yeah. One of the first ever horror movies I saw. You know what it was? What? Christine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christine. What was Christine? You never saw Christine? Remind me. It was Stephen King's uh, car that kills people. Fuck, no. I've only seen... The only car th- murder I think was like Maximum Overdrive. Oh, really? Which is Stephen King. You should King's check out Christine. I should think of... I should check out Christine. Yeah, because it's just... Uh, I mean, basically like this. It's a it's murder car? Like a, yeah, it just kills people. It's like possessed by something or other. Man, when spirits can get a hold of cars, it's bad news. Yeah. They go fast. Yeah. I mean, 
Cars are dangerous as is. You don't need one possessed Mm -mm. out to kill you. No, you don't. Some say it was the KGB and the Black Volga. It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. But they're all over the place. So the KGB one, to me, makes the most sense. Yeah. Because we're at the height of the Cold War here. We are. So the Cold War is, you know, a lot of weird things go on for governments on, especially Russia, U.S. stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of weird stuff. Everything's on the table. So the Black Volga, I well, should show you a picture of it. You please, yeah, you. It's pretty cool. Nice. I mean, it's a cool looking car, but it looks like a a Soviet car, and it was a government car. Okay. But it was, it's like a really expensive. It was like top. Top of the line type stuff back then. Got it. Um, but yeah, so I think the most likely thing behind this is that it's the KGB taking uh-huh. people because they they did. Oh, they did a lot. Uh huh. Man, that's a whole. It's probably people speaking out against it. Um, who knows? All sorts of yeah weird. Things could be happening, and the KGB is just, you know, coming in, swiping people. And this might have just been a folklore thing that just got started to keep kids away from yeah. these cars. Whatever's going on, or don't like, go over there. Just stay away from it. Yeah. Like, you don't want anything to do with it. Mm-mm. It's going to kill you. It's the devil. Get out of there. It's the KGB. Yeah, and then those kids would grow up, mm-hmm. and that would, that would, it'd be already ingrained in their heads. This is This is the story. Right. And so the only actual account of a story involving a Black Volga uh, I found on this guy's blog here. I don't know where he found the this story from. Oh, yeah, he's got it quoted here. Uh, so I found it on carthrottle.com. Oh. And he says it's from the Evening Express. And it was the kidnapping of Liliana Hensel. Okay. There are two women suspected of kidnapping a three-year-old girl, which were seen in the eve in the vicinity of Grochowka Street on April 3rd, 1965. They were seen with that child at about 13 o'clock, which is a weird thing for me to say. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's one o'clock. One o'clock, yeah. Everybody's got it. Yeah, you you know, whenever I think in that time, I either say thirteen hundred or right. one o'clock. So right. saying thirteen o'clock Boom. to me is just like, wait, what? <laughs> All right. So, anyways, yeah, at the Washington Alley next to the roundabout while getting into a black GAZ twenty one Volga, which was driven by a man in a steel military uniform. Uh, District prosecutor's office, Warsaw, Praga South, appeal to the public including the driver of the Black Volga, for help with identifying the kidnap, the woman who kidnapped Liana Hensel. Uh, I guess she was found shortly after, and the two women that kidnapped her were sisters, and they wanted to keep the girl because her own daughter was blind. Yikes. So I just want to do a quick... Get a new daughter. Quick little swap. New daughter? Yeah. That's... Nice. So that's the only one actually I could uh, find. And, you know, it's nothing to do with a supernatural 
car, which is right. a bit of a bummer. So, the Black Volga. Yeah. Is it the vampire's car of choice? Maybe. Maybe they're taking all these kids just to suck their blood. Do we want to talk about that? Maybe. That's what I want to talk about. Okay, we can. I mean, yeah. I'm not opposed to that topic of discussion. I just think that's where it's going. I'm actually leaning towards it. Is it not going there? No. It's, I mean, not, it's not? I mean, it could. Is it? No. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. But no. No. Damn. Yeah. I mean, what else, what, what other weird things could it be? It could be... I think the most logical is the KGB thing. Realistically, but, probably. But, you know, Romania, Russia, they're not close, but they're not far. Right. Compared to us over here. Correct. You know, so maybe... Maybe they just uh, started hopping in Volgas and driving around. You know, said that they like certain vampires like the blood of children anyways. Yeah, there's something with like the youthful element. Makes them feel better. Right. I don't know. Relive their youth. I mean, there's like people nowadays that it's a weird like youth therapy or something. Injected with like a younger person's blood or something. What? People uh, do that now? Yeah, it's a real thing. Rich people do it. Why? Because <laughs> it's supposed that to make you, do anything. It's supposed, it's supposed to make you feel more youthful. It's because people have too much money. I wish I had that problem. But that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But yeah, I forget what it's called, but it was like a whole like like hoity-toity California like thing where you would just do they, they, they do an entire blood you, transfusion, or you no, or is it just like a little bit? It's like a little hit. Or like you soak in it, or it's something with like like young Elizabeth blood. Bathory, <laughs> like something. Yeah, they're just bathing in the something. blood of virgins. Yeah, it's a thing, huh? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that could be. I don't. Yeah. It's it's very vampiric. Vampiric. It's very weird because people are just weird. So, but yeah, I wasn't going there, but you, you know, have to. next time we'll go there and we'll talk about how the elite are all vampires. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Right. Well, Obama's been to Mars, the leader of vampires. Mm. It's fine. Yeah. And we can just, it's just, it's a wild planet we live on. Yeah. Ah, God damn it. But yeah, that's the, the Black Volga. That's all I really wanted to talk about. But the Black Volga is sweet. It's, it was a cool thing. Yeah. Wish I could have found real encounters with it. But that one guy led me down that rabbit hole. I know. And just that was it. But maybe that's maybe that's why it's maybe that gives it credibility because well, you see the black volga you don't you don't get to talk about it. Right. People just know it they you know they might see or like see this car in town or they know it's around but then mm-hmm. like if you actually like see it if you actually encounter it or you know if somebody actually goes up for the time. Mm-hmm. It's all this gossip. Like the um, almost like the creature we won't talk about ever again in the recording. Like they know it's a thing, mm-hmm. and they have all this that's true, yeah. legend about it. But how do you even know if you even if anybody is one of those things? You know what I mean? Yeah, you just stay away from it. Right, and if you see a black Volga, you see a black car, you're just like pass. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. So the legend has changed now, though. Has it? Uh, I don't know if Volga went out of business or what sure. but the the 90s they started popping up again but it wasn't a volga it was mercedes or bmw oh shit so now i don't know how fe- people feel about that over there anymore 
Right. Because over here, those cars are pretty common. I don't know about it over there, though. I think they probably, they're probably about as common. I would think so. I would think, especially, you know, Europe. Yeah, I mean, those are European cars. If not even, right, if not even more common. Right. So, But that, that was all I could find was that the legend has kind of morphed into, now it's those cars. Kind of elite cars, you know, like... It really does want to spin us into a direction of, you know, the elite are just living off the less fortunate. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the yeah. younger, you know, living off. The old elite is living off the youthful peasants, mm-hmm. which that's a story as old as humans have been humans. Right. That one yeah, doesn't that's stop. Been around forever. I mean, the idea of vampires being, you know, this elite aristocratic class that feeds, I mean, that's... I mean, that's the entire that's the vampire uh, movie, right? Like, cinematic type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Black Volga. But it's scary. I think the KGB is the actual scariest thing out of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could could have spun out into like he get taken abducted by the Black Volga. And, yeah. These KGB agents right. do God knows what with you. Right, and that's like uh, kill you. They kill that's you. It's like the CIA, and this is. We're talking Cold War. This is so why, like right. this is those people were unchecked by anything. Right. This every once in a while the CIA'd get rained in a little bit. It would like filter out and they'd be like, What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So then they'd have even they they'd have to whether things got changed or not, they'd have to have the hearings. The FBI especially. CIA not so the FBI a lot. They could get a hold of the FBI. Yeah. And be like, What are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. Well, I just okay, we'll behave ourselves. Right. Yeah. And then I mean the CA though operating all over the country, all the black sites. And... Dude, they, they're operating out of the country, right? There's not; they're not supposed to be in the country. They're, it's illegal for them to be in the country. Like wink, once wink. again, I'm gonna say, look into MK Ultra. That shit is crazy. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I know I've mentioned that before. You have, and, and I that's know it, Cold I know War it type shit. And just... It's fucking nuts. Uh-huh. But that's because I mean, CA versus the KGB. I mean, the KGB, I don't know anything about the MI6, KGB. Hardly, you know. Why would you? Right, like, I'm it's not all, supposed it's all, to. Well, it's all secret. It's all... But you know how they say, like, don't become the monster? Yeah. Well, what's... But so what uh, What we do know about the CIA... Is very horrific. The things that get out are yeah, not so good. The KGB is, uh, you know, the same thing, just over in Russia. And like you kind of said before, like, more freedom in a way. Yeah. As if that's even possible. Because, I mean, my God... Mm-hmm. I mean, we can give hot takes on the CIA all day. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, that's like the main, that's the main problem. Mm-hmm. We're messing with things just because you can, because you think it's for the greater good. You don't know where it's going. Not that the Black Volga was operating for the greater good. <laughs> it was just out to, it thought, it, maybe it thought it was doing good. I mean, maybe it was possessed by the devil. That'd be the coolest one. Right. Just this car. Like, I'm going back to Christine now again. I want it to be just a car, just like, I hate you all. <laughs> Christine's a sentient car? No. Oh, okay. Well, but she... Kind of. She doesn't, like, talk to people. No, she talks to Okay. Anybody. Just kills them. <laughs> That's... She speaks with her actions. Yeah. Not with her actions words. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, but that's, uh... Yeah. But that's sweet though, because now I know there's a, now I know because I didn't know about the black Volga before, so now I know there's a, or at least black cars in Europe traversing kidnapping children. 
Right. Yeah. And just taking them to wherever they go. Who knows? I don't. Siberia? Probably. A uh, caravan of black Volgas pull up to Siberia and just drop off all these kids. And then they go time traveling. Then they go time traveling to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> With Soviet Obama. Soviet Obama. I mean, how much worse can I make it? It's yeah. just so frustrating to yeah. me. All right. But yeah, I mean, the cage, any they could be up to anything. They're up to anything. I think maybe I've mentioned this here before, but as far as like the elite and stuff goes, like we maybe I did talk about it on here at one point, but um, like we can look back and we realize what all the kings and queens and like all the like kind of the forces we don't know all of them, but we kind of get the whole like geopolitical picture. Mm-hmm. People like maybe maybe two hundred years from now will look at the world and look at it in a completely different way than we think it runs, and it'll be like matter of fact to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they think it's a war between they think it's a struggle between nations, but it's actually like just rich people and corporations and they're actually above the nations, which I mean we're kinda of getting a taste of. I could you know what I mean? That's maybe maybe mm-hmm. I know too much about that just by living on Earth. Mm-hmm. But it's just like what perspective will that be? Like how we look back and, you know, T B and it's like this weird foreign thing. Right. But they and thought gonna, well they thought on. it was vampires. Right. Yeah. And it's just a disease. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power. It is. Just knowing shit. Yeah. That's why I want to keep it all secret. Yeah. We should stop telling people about this stuff. Yeah, this is our, this we another episode we should just delete. Yeah. We're blowing the lid off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna tie this one in. We're gonna reel this back. Yeah, reel it back in. You guys didn't hear anything? No. Forget you, about it. Yeah. So we just uh men and blacked your ears. Mm-hmm. Neuralizer. You don't got ray bands for your ears. That's true. Right? Yeah, no. Audio mind wipe. Yep. Well So yeah. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, have fun with that. And uh, this is Weird and Feared. Absolutely. And we'll talk to you later, I think. Yes, and also, I th- you, this was your idea, and I want people to kind of make it happen. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you have any suggestions of any like monsters you know about, or if you've seen something just weird, or if you were talking to somebody and they said something weird, I'd prefer more of a first-hand account. But a lot of accounts are like somebody told me this and somebody decided to tell somebody about it. Yeah, you know, pass it along. We can help. First-hand would be preferred, right? But the game of telephone is anything weird or bizarre. Mm-hmm. Just so we can kind of read those on here and kind of get a. You know, we can get a collective pool of information and sightings and just weird shit. Yeah, I think we'd either like to do a whole episode where we can just read people's stories. Right. Or maybe, you know, depending on how it goes, maybe we can read one per episode or something. Sure. Or introduce us to something we can crack open. Again, suggestions I think would be cool too, but sightings are amazing. Yeah, just reach out. Yeah, give us something to... uh, You can help... uh, we're steering the ship, but I mean, you can help blow wind into our sails, which yeah. way to go, you know? Like, right, yeah. If you want me to talk up, if you want me and Zach to talk about, I mean, or if, if there's a people, cryptid that you feel yeah. especially passionate about, just tell us and one of us will look into it. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, send stuff to us, talk weather, to us. We weather's are getting weather's pretty getting, accessible. Yeah, weather's getting crazy, things are getting stirred up. Right, keep, yeah. Keep your eyes open. Oh, yeah. And just email us at Weird and Feared and find us on all the social media at Weird and Feared. Yeah. I'm Nick and that's Zach. Yeah. And guess what? Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky, guys. Peace out, bye. <laughs>